0: How's it going, salad dodgers? <laughs> I was debating whether to start it like that because um, uh, do you guys dodge salad? <laughs> you don't make friends with salad, if that's it, what you're asking. Uh, no. <laughs> out of nine years of being a vegetarian, <laughs> I found that out the hard way. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hammerbarn Project. Um, I'm Brendan. This is Frank. And this is Marty. And uh, let me tell you about a little something that we like to do. We like to catch up and we like to talk about Bluey because who doesn't? Let's be honest. We all do it anyway. You're all doing it. You know it. you're just talking about Bluey with all your workmates and all your family 24-7. So what else could you possibly want to do when you get in your car or get home to your Bluetooth speaker? And to pop on a little bit of a Hammerbomb project. You know what I'm saying? What, I, I actually, what are you I, saying? I, I, I'm saying something that doesn't make sense because I don't need to convince the people who are already listening.
1: <laughs> you, you're just trying to describe people's day as they go home to their Bluetooth speaker? I, I mean, most people go home to a family of some description, yeah. but I'm, I'm now picturing a little Bluetooth speaker in a bassinet. Is that, is that what's happening here? Oh, little guy.
2: He's <laughs> got a little apron on. It's, uh... A little bluey. <laughs> uh... This episode of the Habibub
0: Project is called Balsight. I'll tell you what I am doing. I'm just talking because I'm excited that I get to do a podcast with a couple of my best friends. That's what we do. That's what we do. The thing is, we're doing a podcast and we're doing a podcast about Bluey because it's the greatest show. Yep. What episode should we do a podcast about? This episode of Bluey is called Puppets. You better believe it.
1: <laughs> we are talking, what is this? Season three. This is part of the most the recent new, drop. The, Yeah. season three point. 2 5 yeah, drop or it's whatever? It's part of
0: the third quarter of season yes. 3.
1: So, uh, if you are one of our international listeners, you may and you have been a, a good dog and <laughs> not changed the location of your computer in order to watch all of season 3, you may wish to uh, just put this episode on pause, <laughs> come back to it. We do know that season 3 is dropping on Disney Plus and various other territories around the world. Very surely. Oh, boy. If not already by the time this episode is, it would would already be, I think. (laughs) That's right. Um, But, yes, come join us on this journey of puppets. Marty, (laughs) take us through it. Okay, bare bones.
2: This is a fairly obvious one, actually. So, it's a pretty clear unpacking of Nick Bostrom's simulation argument which oh, you know I mean, does it
0: do you even need to say that obviously yes,
2: probably not um, so mm. let's move on it's the <laughs> the concept that you know uh, based on a few simple assumptions we are in all probability, living in a simulation. So, you know, mm-hmm. if technology mm-hmm. continues to advance, if uh, completely, you know, post-human civilizations would want to run simulations, mm-hmm. uh, they'd probably be running a whole bunch. And statistically, you know, they'd be way more uh, not real Worlds. I mean, way more mm-hmm. simulated worlds than real ones. So it's far more likely they're actually living in yeah. a simulation.
0: If you crunch the numbers, it's just a no-brainer. Yeah, and you know, yeah. if you, if
1: you follow the white rabbit and you take the red pill, yeah, that's where
0: mm-hmm.
2: we are. Mm-hmm. That's the same. Yeah. Yeah, you got it, Frank. It's the Matrix. It's yeah, simulation and simulacra. It's uh, funnily enough, it probably is a bit of all of those. Things. Yeah. It's a bit, yeah. you know, this is one of those actually, weird episodes in which my, my ridiculous thing actually yeah. starts to get a bit too close to the it's truth. It's a bit too I was, real. I was
0: playing along because you were using lots of big words. And then I actually remembered what episode we're talking about. I yeah. thought, actually, that's probably, yeah, yeah it, it is that bonkers. It's pretty on point. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, what's what's the episode about in more simple terms to explain? Yeah, go on, Marty.
0: <laughs> explain this episode simply. Go on. <laughs> have, a, have a go. Have a go. Let me Watch hear it. Watch him squirm. I say, it's a weird
2: episode in terms of flow because the kind of goal of it changes multiple times. Yeah. So, it starts off with Bluey not eating properly and then you know, Unicorse appears and then Unicorse falls in love with Chili. And then it's about mm. him trying to get the admiration of Chili. And then it's him finding out he's a <laughs> yeah. puppet. So yeah. It, it just keep on, keeps on changing. So much going on. Yeah. I,
0: I, oh man. It's like, they just keep, Upping, the game, upping yeah. the game and upping the game and upping the game. And I don't mean that just in this episode. I mean that in the series in of this, Bluey it's that we watched. so true, <laughs> correct. Like
2: some of the most recent ones are just oh, ball man. out of the park. I keep on telling you guys I want to talk about space and you keep on knocking me back. So.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think uh, we're uh, ready for that. Like, only because I told you I need to watch more sci fi before I do, because there's a couple <laughs> I haven't, I'm not going to admit what I haven't seen yet because that's embarrassing. Is it 2001 Space Odyssey? I'm, ooh, man, I'm, before you said that, I'm so glad. I said that I wasn't going to say mm, what it is. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah, um I rolled up newspapers all around by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: actually no, that's what I was going to say. It's a bit like um Weekend really, because it's similarly it starts at the kitchen table and Weekend is this really odd juxtaposition of various different mm-hmm. like yeah. little stories that, you know, you never quite sure what the end argument is going to be or the, you know, Aspa- Morbergs
1: is another one that starts at the dinner table. Yeah, that's true. Yep.
0: That's true. So much. What did what did I want to say like uh, should, I mean, there's okay. There's the moment of this episode, yeah, like yeah. the moment that sets. Hold, this, let's let's hold yeah, off yeah, on that. just that's what I'm a thinking. There's yeah, there's yeah. the bit in this episode that sets this episode apart from all other episodes, mm. and I'm so glad it's come at a time sort of when Bluey is so established worldwide, yes. yeah. because it's it's totally who could argue that it hasn't earned the right to to, to pull, do that to yep. to mm-hmm. throw these kind of huge punches. Um, but, yeah, let's let's get into that a bit later.
1: So, this is one that was actually advertised or clued into as mm. part of the Season 3 sort of press release or little tr- clips and trailers leading into the release mm. that our friend Unicorse is coming back. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes. So, yes. This, this is, you know, the return of Unicorse is the, the unofficial subtitle of this episode. And basically, I'm just going to throw my catchphrase out just to get out of the way. <laughs> He's the real star of this episode, <laughs> right? Let's talk let's about, let's talk about, real about the real movie. star of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the other one, the original unicorns, where it starts out being funny and by the end of it, you're just like, do you know what? I'm almost siding with Chili here. If that was my <laughs> partner doing <laughs> yeah. that with the puppet, yeah. you'd, you'd want to just, yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a bit of a, a different unicorns, and it's, it's Unicorse's story and I love the whole... I almost feel like the the animation from a unicorn's perspective has gone up a notch as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's right. the the yeah. montage of him trying to improve and, and oh. you know, have a shower and brush his teeth, <laughs> and he does the little like crunch. You can almost picture Bandit's Hands, hand in there yes, doing exactly. the little the little crunches <laughs> like a like a um what's that famous puppeteer. Um, yeah, uh, what's his uh, name? Uh, it starts James with a, James ch- Dim Jensen?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Martin, y- it's Jim Henson. How could oh, you not know that? <laughs>
1: like, it's it's puppeteering that, that Jim would be proud of, mm-hmm. I think. And you can almost see Kermit making some yeah. of those faces. Yes, especially yeah, the bit where
0: he turns around after looking at, down at his legs. Yeah. And like, <laughs> the unicorn just goes, mouth. What are you talking? They're, they're just normal and just goes, <gasps> And then Bandit's sort of, kind of scared to, like, <laughs> scared to look at him in, in the eye, and and unicorn just kind of turns around slowly, slowly and without bandit moving. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's, I love that that's impossible. I love how uh, it makes it better.
2: Yeah, there's so many things about the way that unicorn is presented in this one that's absolutely brilliant. Amazing. But one of the things that changes the most, I think, is that. Bandit, or whoever's controlling Unicorns, is visible on screen. Uh huh. And they just yeah. kind of cover Good their mouths, yep. which does, you know, you knew I was going to get there, but, you know, because it is a puppeteering puppetry episode. But it just reminds me of this little bit with Jim Henson talking about um, doing Kermit and how they were originally afraid that having Kermit with a puppeteer on screen would break the magic. And that people really wouldn't like that very much. But then they Mm -hmm. discovered, you know, they just kind of figured out that it doesn't matter. Um, And then there's a great line because he's got Kermit on his arm. You know, he's got Kermit sitting in front of him. And Kermit just kind of leans into the camera and says, because nobody cares about what the bearded man is doing.
1: (laughs) 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 It's it's entirely
2: true. It's like, you know, when and you still you do it in this one as well. Like Mm. Unicorse is so much more interesting than watching Bandit. Um yeah. so you know, you're you're willing to suspend disbelief, even if he is on screen. So it's interesting yeah. that they kind of cross that line as well. They cover oh, their mouths, wow. yeah. you yeah, know, that's kind cool. of on and off. Yeah. But that's it's the same idea that you know. Yeah. You, he's far more. Nobody cares about watch. what the bearded
0: man's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, I love all the ways in which um uh, the bearded man, in this case, bandit, uh, <laughs> sort of covers his mouth and yeah. and <laughs> I just did it when I was couch. talking, no, which is great which is for an great audio podcasting. Yep, yep. Um, but but then there's <laughs> there's other bits where he's just kind of down below the couch yeah. or down below yeah, the table. Yeah. But even when he is down below. You can see his eyes in this one as opposed to the Unicorse episode. And you can see just the top part of his his face near the mouth still moving. And yeah, it's it's so much fun. Talking about things that are different about Unicorse than the Unicorse episode, did we- Establish in the unicorns episode how soft his horn was. Was that established? No. <laughs> I think you get love, love a little that bit development. from the wobble. <laughs> yeah. Gonna, yeah, you see it wobble, but then he goes, "You're you're gonna get, you get the horns. horns," and it's just like obviously <laughs> just it's obviously fire. a stuffed yeah. cone <laughs> of fabric. <laughs> I, well,
2: you were saying before, like you know, they've upped the game with the animation of unicorns. I was watching blurry with Naomi today, and I realised this is actually they've had some experience doing puppets on the show can you think of the previous puppet that they've had on the show bob bilby bob Bob bilby Bilby. so if you look at the design for bob bilby like one of the things i love about unicorns is his funny little roundy arms Mm -hmm. like i've got some toys that have got those arms which are great they kind of weighted a bit and the way they move is just super funny Um, It's just really comical because their head sort of moves and then the arm goes around. Bob Bilby's got exactly the same arm. So he's just kind of like, you know, half the head down. He's exactly the same as Unicorce. So they've been doing, you know, they've had a couple of rounds of doing a puppet of approximately that shape. Bob Bilby was the prototype. Yeah,
1: he really (laughs)
0: was. Bob Bilby walks so that Unicorce could run. (laughs) You know neither of them have legs, right? (laughs) (gasps) What are you talking about? Their legs are not...
2: (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) I love the way that when Unicorns is running, he pulls Bandit across the table in that first scene. He does it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then there's the second scene where he's on lying on his back on the floor, <laughs> and he's just like trying to run out of scene. And that's that, when Bandit has uh, his wonderful line, yeah. The line,
0: the you line, take it, Frank.
1: The line kills me because in in a, in an episode where there is uh, meta breaking and yeah. wall breaking all over the place, <laughs> this is the the one that gets me. Is just so the funny thing is. I do this to myself, <laughs> and honestly, when I watched it again, he could have looked dead into camera <laughs> yeah. in saying that, and it still would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> but in that in that moment, in the in the healer household, no one else is in the room. He's saying that for his benefit to just verbalise how silly a situation have I gotten myself into once again with yeah. this puppet? Like.
2: <laughs> and I love just before that, Unicorn says a line. He's like, I'm going to get that," And Bandit goes, oh, no, because he can already tell where he's going with it. And he hasn't even <laughs> yeah. gotten there yet? He's and like, <laughs> oh, no, the momentum's already here. I have to keep on going with this. Like, I'm driving and, uh, myself uh, uh, into a corner. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and you mentioned just before that, just after, can we talk about the real star of this episode for a second? Yeah. <laughs> um, to coin a phrase, uh, the broccoli. Uh, because <laughs> straight uh, I think, isn't it straight after that? The funny thing is, I'll, I'll do this to myself line, that yeah. the title card comes up. And it's puppets. But isn't it the broccoli on the yeah, title bro- card? Yeah, the broccoli is on yeah. the title card. Yep. And it's like, oh, I don't know what that says. I can't read. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that that was. I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's verbatim. I'll have to check it. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah. You're pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> uh dear. That's the most um removed from what it should say since, I uh, think, in bus was yeah. it the grannies who said, um, this episode so I was was like, is ah, called, forget. Ah, forget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love when they play with it. <laughs> Actually, they all. Also played with it in Unicorse when Chili said, Unfortunately. "Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> but you mentioned Frank uh, on the socials and whatnot. They gave a little bit of a wink to maybe would see Unicorse again in this drop. Yep. And uh, we had a little bit of a heads up when we um we spoke to a, a young man named Joe Brum. <laughs> uh, oh yes, uh, the, the I've listeners heard of him. might have seen that in our feed. If it wasn't a big deal, but um, <laughs> he had to. It was all he could do to stop from spoiling, like, because we asked. Him about things that hit the cutting room floor yep. that he wished could stay. And he did mention, he said, Look, I won't swallow the episode, but it was a Unicorns line. And that got us all very excited oh, yeah, that we'd see Unicorns that's again. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I won't do it justice telling the story. Uh, because I think maybe Joe Brum can tell a story a little bit better than me. I don't know the world. The world might agree. Just a couple um, of seasons <laughs> worse. Yeah. And and so please, uh, listeners, scroll back in the feed a little bit, and it's uh, one of the K Nine News uh, episodes, uh, Joe Brum interview, and he um, somewhere in there he tells a <laughs> story about what uh, <laughs> what was going to be embellished about the kind of things. Um, he uh, was uh, giggling uh, while uh, saying. Of <laughs> course, was... saying I I still just think about that and laugh and laugh. You know
1: and have to stop name dropping Joe Brum at some point. We do at some. Or point. Well he's just never going to come back. Yeah,
0: I was. Just, I, was I was actually <laughs> thinking about that as I was editing the, like the last five episodes. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah. do exactly the <laughs> same joke, and I'm just thinking, ah. Oh you know joe brum has listened to a couple of these episodes <laughs> are we just like are we just <laughs> is he just gonna set sick of the joke <laughs> and then he finally uh, does yeah. come back
1: and he's like oh hey joe <laughs> hey, <laughs> right.
0: underplay it? Like, <laughs> just act like it's no big deal he goes fellas don't pretend you haven't been fanning over me in every episode ever since you spoke yeah, to me we're just
2: not needy at all are we? we'll wait three days and <laughs> then we'll text <laughs> I think we have to go back to the start though cuz like mm-hmm. the whole sequence with you know there's the chewing with the mouth open okay him coming out him also being gross and then him falling in love with chili which is brilliant because you've got the, the focus pull shot where it's the, yeah. <gasps> and then you've got the glossy shot where Chili's effectively doing, like, a hair flick. Oh, man. Which is just, just like,
1: needed to be, like, Dreamweaver playing yeah, in the background. It. Yeah, that's... Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so good. And then just, like, the way he does the
2: hand lick and then, like, the horn back, like, yeah. know, check me out oh, and just sort of the little shoulder shimmy and all that sort of... <laughs> so you get a
1: little
0: good... So, Toots, yeah.
1: when are we getting married? <laughs> uh Never.
0: <laughs> never. How about never? How about never? <laughs> oi, 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 check me out. Like that. <laughs> it's almost like a vehicle for Bandit to say the things that he really deep down thinks he's cool enough to say he's 20 it's 20 year like, old it's he, 20 year old bandit yeah, in the form of he, a puppet yeah. like. he behaves himself because he knows that you should but it's like that puppet frees him there's a lot of bandit in unicorns more than i'm sure bandit would uh <laughs> would admit in public <laughs> but, but bandit is that cool
2: we've talked about it previously i think it was in bus you know like it's nice how in these various worlds of play chili and bandit end up Getting together or like you yeah, know yeah, yeah, being yeah. in love with Story one another. Night. So yep. even yeah. via unicorns, he's still in love with Chili and still finds her attractive. Yeah, it's just yeah. cute. It's <laughs> and nice. the
0: wedding shot, like, yeah, um, it's, so, it's it's so just so really nice. it's a really nice still shot of a, like a That's wedding photo of Chili yeah. I'm so invested in their relationship. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just have that printed and put it on your yeah. desk. Just yeah. Like, yeah, see, oh, point I remember. Fridge. Yeah. Well. now it just reminds me of um, if you've seen uh, Joss Whedon's Dollhouse. Yes, there's a couple of like the whole thing house. is like characters are effectively having their minds wiped over and over and over oh, again. But there's these show. two characters who always kind of stay. They always find their way fall in back love to with each another, another. Yeah, one another. Yeah. one another. So yeah. it's kind of like that as Aww. well. You know, like regardless of you know what reality they exist in, they're always they're yeah. always together. It's cute. That is.
1: All right, I think we've danced around on enough. Can we oh my can, word. can we rip the Band-Aid off here? This is... Because this is, this like, new Bluey episodes seem to get headlines and, yeah. and, and, you know, trending on Twitter and all the rest of it. But this episode broke the mold in many ways and I saw articles ranging from... Oh, my God, this is the best thing ever, too. Oh, my God, they've destroyed the show,
0: blah, 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 (laughs) blah,
1: and rubbish like that. Um, Get
0: out.
1: (laughs) I think also uh, after this episode had aired, uh, our friends at The Gotta Be Done podcast spoke to uh, that same gentleman, Mr. Mr. Joe, Brum. Oh, Joe
0: Brum. Joe Brum. Joe yeah. Brum,
1: you know the guy. And <laughs> okay, uh, stop it. <laughs> stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've just said we should stop that and no, I keep doing uh, it. Um, <laughs> yeah, saying say, you mentioning that we should stop it has just <laughs> invigorated me more.
1: And basically they asked Joe about that and the mm. hand you see animating uh, Bluey is Joe Brum. Mm. That whole sequence was actually his idea and apparently something he really had to push for to... Push yeah. For yeah. to yeah. To get through, get into the final. Yeah, edit.
0: I'll paraphrase him, but I think he he described it in that interview. Thank you very much, Kate and Mary, mm. as the probably the most fought for or the most difficult fight of season three, mm. if not the whole the series. Whole series, yeah. But he said he said yeah when it when it happened and the crew saw it and everything. Yep. there's just cheers, brilliant, and yeah. and deservedly so. I was gobsmacked.
1: Yeah, mm. couldn't you just couldn't believe what you were watching? You just sitting there going. Is, is my TV broken? That's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, when the slow pan starts and you oh, start man. seeing the edge of the frame, you're like, what's going on here? And then you realize what's happening. And uh, I again, from that uh, interview with um, Kate and Mary, that whole sequence that mm. lasts maybe seven or eight seconds of yeah. footage, possibly a bit more than that, it's like, it was like an hour and a half of Joe. You, yeah, know, that, hand, you know, Joe's hand clicking the buttons, dragging the things, anima- animating Bluey literally yeah. in front of your eyes just sped up into, you know, 10 seconds.
0: And we all had that moment, that first moment, like when we were f- first came to this show and we're like, oh, we're watching another kid's show. Oh, this is a good kid's show. And then we all had that moment where we went, wait a minute, this no, is not this that. isn't a good kid's show something else is happening here like <laughs> once is, once is, in a lifetime magic yeah. is occurring mm-hmm. and so it's enough that they've done that when we for, for all of us the first time but how do they keep doing it yeah. <laughs> if you give me one of those moments it's it's incredible but they keep every time I watch a new episode, there's so many throughout this whole series. It's just like, oh, magic is happening again. Yep. Oh, magic is happening. And it, they are. Oh. It's like
2: paradigm shift after paradigm shift.
0: Yeah. That's a much quicker way of saying it. It's funny <laughs> that these guys yeah. keep saying what I mean to say it's strange
2: how that happens. The moment beforehand, like, have you ever thought about whether you're a puppet? And she yeah. just kind of laughs mm. it off. Is there Was anybody else thinking? Because, yeah, I think like most people completely blindsided by it. I was thinking maybe she'd do the classic look under the bed few type thing. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, oh oh right. yeah, you know, gonna go to bed. Maybe he actually got to me more a little, little bit more than I thought. But yes, then the panning out and the um the realization that we're gonna get this fourth wall break. Yeah. Joe was talking about it in the interview that you mentioned. Maybe someone will see it and they'll be inspired to become an animator. Yeah. Because I really think so, I want to ask you, because prior to that, what did we have? We had the sequence where Unicorn, you know, he's sad because he didn't manage to uh, woo Chili. <laughs> and he's just, like, hanging out outside. And he's realized he's now a puppet.
0: And the line, yeah. oh, well, this won't be awkward. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. And my,
2: probably my favorite line of the episode, which is, like, you know, what are you doing? Well, whatever this guy wants,
1: yeah. which is the most <laughs> meta-layering like, yeah. sort of, yeah. yep. of realization. Yeah.
2: For me, yeah, it's very much that's when he becomes Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. Uh It's that whole thing of years of academy training wasted. Um, My life is a lie. He says, you know, my life is a lie. So it's that realization that, you know, all this sort of stuff that you've built up to. And I think as well, you know, Joe in that interview was talking about when he was playing Unicorns. So, presumably, mm. he just has it very off the cuff, so I assume it must be something yeah. he did with his kids. happens in his real life. Yeah, they'd yeah, always yeah. try and convince him he was a puppet and then, you know, he's trying yeah. to move around that and, like, you know, have that interesting existential thing. All that to say, you know, moved around all of that. What did you guys think the moral was of if you're nobody, you get to be everyone?
0: I'm so I'm so glad yeah. you asked that because I really think that there's that that, there was intended to be something in that. For me,
2: that doesn't make sense until you have the ending. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like this idea of like, okay, you get to be everyone. Okay, that's all all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you're talking about the realization that, ah, Bluey is in fact a puppet, oh, puppets get to be everyone. Ah, the Healer family is everyone. Mm -hmm. Through being a representation, Mm -hmm. you get to be... Uh, something that means everybody's experience—you get to be something that everyone relates to. Yeah, um, you get to be that central idea that yeah is meaningful. Is like so in that way that man. first idea. I'm just I didn't quite get what it was, but yeah. as soon uh, as then you get the gut punch at the end of you like you no, know, this lawn, is a show yeah. about puppets. You're like yeah, oh yeah. I kind
0: okay. of see it. I I can't. I could not agree more, and I kind of see it like why lots of people love pets <laughs> because if they don't if 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 you don't have a, a communicable identity of your own people can fill you yes and i'm not you saying that's a bad thing yeah. Yeah. people yeah, yeah, yeah. can project yep, yep, all yep. that and and that is by design what they, I feel like they're doing because it's it belong Bluey belongs to everybody in yeah. in the most yeah. fantastic way that, mm-hmm. because yeah yeah I you can't do agree you, more you,
2: you you fill it with yourself one hundred percent yeah
0: they say they say never meet your heroes because you 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 invest so much in yeah. the, in an idea yeah. that that you're risking disappointment but if you're quote no one quote if you if you don't have that identity of your own or you are a vessel mm-hmm. or a, a, and a vehicle for telling stories like the Healer family are. Be then you, you then in in yeah. this in the way that they I feel like they're trying to touch on here, they are everything and they can be everything yep. to everyone. Mm. Which is like, I mean it's no surprise that the show is <laughs> worldwide. I mean, yeah.
1: Look look at the themes we're talking about though in a seven minute kids show. Like <laughs> yeah. really like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I agree with everything you're saying, but it yeah. it boggles the mind that a something like this in, in a, a ridiculous, what should be a ridiculous unicorn episode of all <laughs> yeah, episodes that's, within that's Bluey true. has this thing that just is, is, is frying our brains and, <laughs> and, and you know, the other people yeah. from around the world. Little sidebar to this. This is a bit of a for real life moment. that's sort of tangentially related to this episode. Uh, we caught up with some friends. They've got kids a little bit older than Jack and um, this was shortly after we had interviewed Joe Brum, not making a joke, it's just a fact. Um, and they were saying, oh, did you know that Frank's got a, you know, he, he's got a podcast that talks about Bluey. And I said, yeah, yeah. I spoke to Joe Brum, the creator of Bluey. And this little four-year-old girl looks at me and goes, what do you mean, creator? <laughs> and yeah. then I've realized what I've done because <laughs> to this kid, Louie is real. Bluey. Fairy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Got to go. And, and in that moment, I froze and God bless her mum who just calls a cucumber She said, oh, creator is just another word for dad. <laughs> all right, moving on. And then just moved the conversation yeah. <laughs> on. And I just looked at her with my eyes and just went, thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nice one, mum. <laughs> so I wonder if th- there is a possibility as much as we all, we as, as adults who know how a show works that there are kids out there who perhaps didn't understand fully what they were looking at because bluey to them is is real you know mm. you, there is that age point where you go from accepting what's on the screen as as fact and and real to then understanding oh okay this is how television works there's actors or there's 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 writers there's people who make this stuff as opposed to actually legit looking in on a healer household in brisbane mm. type thing and that was some of those more ridiculous articles I was yeah. referring to. Was that they're saying, "Oh, they've destroyed kids' hopes and dreams." And I'm like, oh, I think that's laying it on a little thick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, especially
0: no. seeing as it's wound up so perfectly with the perfect line yes. to end the episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's um, kind of tongue-in-cheek down playing the incredible thing we just saw mm. but it's also just really funny <laughs> and really cute just also, wow that was a weird yeah. dream like it's it, it was one of those things that was so perfect it was almost like i was hoping that that would be the line yeah as i was watching it for the first time and then it was and then the like, credits roll bang. and i'm just thinking That's all i needed they just keep swinging for the fences and knocking it out of the park they uh yeah, yeah.
1: And It's also that thing Joe's spoken about before where he said, you know, don't talk down to your audience. Kids mm. are, yeah. yes, this is an, uh, targeted as a kid's show, but they're, they're smarter than you think. And 100%. I can imagine, you know, kids of all ages seeing that sequence, maybe not understanding some of the, the, the deeper themes that we're talking about, but just going, oh, cool, we got to see how they make Bluey. Mm. And to Joe's point, Maybe one of those kids grows up years from now to become an animator.
0: Yeah. Like, how good. And there's multiple things in there at the time. Like, like Joe did say about, you know, you've got your thing for your adults, you've got your thing for your four year olds, yeah. you know, there's, there's And, and the music in there, let's not understate how beautiful that piece is from mm-hmm. Joff and the Blue mm-hmm. Music Team in that section. And what he said about they might not understand how beautiful it is and how, but they can feel it and yeah. they can, and they can experience it. Yeah. It's just, it's uh it's so good.
1: Is it fair to say in the way that Sleepy Time was the seminal the arguably the episode of season 2 and I know we haven't seen all of season 3 but to date would you consider this in the same way that Sleepy Time broke a lot of boundaries mm. is this that episode for season 3? No, it's space. <laughs> Marty right. really wants point. to talk about space, guys. I used, like, emotional
2: bribery to try and get you guys to talk about space. <laughs> you, you totally did. And it didn't work just because you I love want to be prepared. Do you, do
0: you really <laughs> and I knew I didn't have the time to watch Space Oddity. <laughs> <laughs> See, I said Space Oddity, which is the which is the David Bowie song. I meant Space Odyssey. This is how um, embarrassed I am that I, I, I call myself Yeah, but. you're
2: probably right, Frank, in, you know, idi- Is that like paradigm shift, like wall break, boundary break sort of Mm -hmm. scenario. It's like, you know, stepping a little bit beyond expectations again. It's kind of like what Brendan was saying earlier, it is you know, just that extra layer of magic yeah. and possibility, like you know, they keep on going outside of the domain of play that they've been talking, you know, and they've existed in so far and they just kind of like bump out an extra one, yeah. then you're like, okay, mm. but now what's possible? Yeah. You know, there's yeah. all these additional extra things yeah. that are possible now that they've jumped over this particular you know, line. So yeah, I think that that's the same case.
0: We've mm. said it in a million ways but like, mm. I think it deserves to be said in as many ways as possible uh, but i i feel like never has there been a show as deserved as bluey as resting on one's laurels because their <laughs> laurels are so good that if anyone could justify in doing it it's bluey and they're still freaking not doing it yeah. they're still just yeah, pushing it balk Oh yes! I almost forgot to say it. <laughs> uh, that is that is so funny and so niche. Did, did you guys? Because because I was gonna look up more about bauxite, but I knew from I knew from school that it is, I believe, the ore from which aluminium is um refined. Okay, yeah. Right. But that's so funny that he chose to say bauxite. Yeah. Because I just I think the word that's was saying,
2: That's that's a, that would be a bandit word, wouldn't it? Yeah, sure, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just, But yeah, that whole sequence of just, yeah bauxite <laughs> as the word is hilarious. Yeah. It's kind of
1: like the sorghum joke. It's just yeah, like yeah, so yeah, randomly yeah, yeah, yeah. specific. Yeah, and just, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, that, and that whole sequence is great because, yeah. Lee, as you said, they're they're trying to convince him he's a puppet, and then they they literally narrow it down. So you've got to say <laughs> at the same time, you're like, how's he going to play this? And he he does. Like, if you were the dad in that situation or the parent in that situation, that's pretty much how you you'd play it like the puppet's just
0: ah this guy just macking around I love this guy like- I, w- I won't tell the whole thing because because I know Joe Brum did it better when we interviewed him but it, it was it bears it bears mentioning that the, the, the there was gonna be a bit in here where when 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 Bandit was trying to prove that he's a puppet because he can read his mind or yeah that's it and he went on yep. this massive rant and guessed exactly what he was thinking about a taco car and, <laughs> <laughs> this invention of please, please listen to Joe Brum tell the story. It's well worth it.
2: But I, I, I really like that whole sequence, especially when Bandit sort of caves and he's like, you know, yes, you are a puppet. I'm sorry, and he just kind of like looks off, and he's just so sorry about oh, it the, when he finally admits. Yeah,
0: so sweet. Oh, and it, it should be uh, worth mentioning how much fuel – uh, um, like, got to be done, ladies, once again. Thank you so much for the fuel you've given this episode in your interview when you directly questioned Joe Brum about it. And it should be mentioned in the same fashion that uh, we released our Joe Brum interview – and, uh, and then there were a few weeks before we started yes. ceaselessly mentioning that we talked to Joe Brum. Yep. Um, and, and I was really worried that listeners would hear that as, oh, they interviewed Joe Brum. And, and then they for they a couple of minutes, they're just never again. talking about it. And, so and now they won't I think stop talking we, about and then, it. I think we're just trying to make it up for it. <laughs> but um, in the same fashion, we should say that um, we've only just done a crossover episode with the Gotta Be Done Ladies. So, Ooh, so yeah. we would have dropped that. And then it would have been a little bit of time because mm-hmm. we had a backlog of episodes and now we're meant to and so and so now, now we can oh, talk about now it. we'll just switch it to that we'll give joe a break <laughs> yeah and we'll just we'll we'll, we'll be insufferable we about how we got to do a crossover episode with the kate and mary
1: <laughs> you know kate you know kate and mary don't you yeah 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 yeah. we're like this which you can't see because again audio crossing my fingers like this yeah he was i promise one
2: last thing I want to mention. Yeah. The way he says broccoli. <laughs> 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 yes.
0: and can I, can it, I, I just yeah, you broccoli. some in broccoli? <laughs> broccoli. Oh, and broccoli. Just, <laughs> that whole thing
2: just makes it like, do you know the Cyrano story? The, um, the uh, Cyrano. I do because
0: like I'm very worldly, but please remind yeah. me <laughs> in your For own words. For Frank's works, benefit course, uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> totally. Just I know. can't no, believe he doesn't know It's me. a classic
2: sort of story about, you know, a guy who wasn't very attractive, but he was a fantastic poet. And then he was kind of, um, you know, his friends like, hey, help me woo this lady with your poetry. So she falls in oh, love yeah, with yeah, this yeah. guy, but it's actually, you know, the other guy's his poetry. So it. it's that mm. sort of classic thing there's a there's a Futurama episode about it there's a you know you see that story get retold and retold but like with them like behind the thing giving him hints of what he should be saying (laughs) (laughs) it's classic that sort of thing but yeah would you like some broccoli (laughs) the way he manages to say words that everybody should know how to say, like (laughs) experiencing showers Showers. and those sorts of things (laughs) the first time. Mm. That's really, really nice. But I love the broccoli. It's so cute. He's like (laughs) trying so hard. He's plaited his goatee. He's got his hair like all combed and like his horn is swept back.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's really I like his little with bow tie. Character. This guy, she loves the little bow
2: tie. Why wouldn't you? When the bow tie
0: <laughs> falls on the ground when he's outside slumped oh, with, um, yeah. and, and when he says, oh, gee, this won't be awkward. And <laughs> You yeah, can see the, the, it, yeah. the bo- yeah, it just oh. drops. And there's one it's other, so defeated.
2: One other thing, you know, because Chili's reaction to that is hilarious. I love whenever you see the healer's gums. Any shot in which, like, because that's the animation just goes to the next level. And there is some other episodes where I am going to mention it again. But when she's like Ooh. hacking and like upset about it, like, yeah, there is just so much to it. And I am like, every time it's whenever you see their gums that it's just like on point. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right because because uh, Unicorse does it when he has the broccoli. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> then and then she does it when when she sees him eat the his dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and also like um what was that great little line from from Bingo like uh, blow He's like, nobody likes eating broccoli. And Bingo's like, except me. <laughs> and just eats some broccoli. <laughs> yeah. And, and sla- it's like, I love that. Nobody bingo eats broccoli because
2: vegetables. they want to. Because,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, except me. <laughs> oh, Bingo. You would keep doing you. Yeah, I just feel so grateful. And I just want to say thank you to the whole Ludo team. <laughs> I just, I, I, I will never think that I've seen everything that this show can do because of episodes like this. Yep. You know, yeah. They, so it,
1: there's still surprises after three seasons. That's that's impressive on mm-hmm. any television, um, let alone you know uh, what is classed as a kids show. But we know it to be so much more.
0: Mm, absolutely. Well, uh, thanks as always, Frank. Oh, thanks, mate. It's been fun. Thanks as always, Marty. Uh, not a problem, Brendan. And I only hope that we can keep surprising new listeners. Ooh challenge accepted bauxite no (laughs) (laughs) but but that was a surprise maybe we can find some tools for mining and refining bauxite Mm. where would you get those i reckon you might be able to find them down aisle 300 left of the fake grass if you heal it from lingo you've gone too far awesome Uh, or should we do the end clap yeah uh, in case i in case i stuff it up though and in three two one Nice no, yeah, so one. I usually slice in um, Josh's outro here with the Did I put it on the OneDrive or was that Yeah, yeah,
1: a... it's with where all the other ones.
0: Oh yes, yes, yeah, good, good. good. <laughs> here it is. Right, I'll just slide that
1: plane here.
0: And I better save it. Yes, don't
1: forget save. We've been there before.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Um,
2: produced by Frank, Brennan and Marty. You can follow the Hammerbarn Project on facebook.com slash Proj at Proj on Twitter or hammerbarn underscore project on Instagram. Theme featuring Nibblings, Kaylee, Jade, Ashley, and Reese and PA announcements by brother-in-law, me, Josh. Thanks for listening and remember to get down to Hammerbarn for cheap shovels. <laughs>